Welcome to the Draw Shops Get Genius Podcast, where we talk to today's business influencers to pick their brain and pull out their genius. It's time to get genius. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another Get Genius episode. Today, we are going to talk some Instagram, and we've been talking a lot of social media and digital marketing with a lot of our guests, and obviously, I'm a big fan of it because it works, and I like to get different perspectives from different masters at these channels, and... um, Today, we're talking with an Instagram genius. Um, He's from the Dominican Republic, and he actually started out unlike most of the entrepreneurs that I interview. A lot of the entrepreneurs I interview um, have that entrepreneurial thing going on. Like when they're a kid, you know, they have the businesses that they start up at five years old and 10 years old, and then all of a sudden at 22, they've got their own um, real money making business and they become an expert at something. So that's not all of them. Everyone has a different story, but I do notice that a lot of entrepreneurs have that kind of similar vein of knowing that they were going to be doing something entrepreneurial at a young age. Well, our guest today is a little bit different, but he's freaking rocking it as an entrepreneur today. And um, he was born and raised in in a third world country of Dominican Republic, and he was graduating from electromechanical engineer, engineering school, and he got his master's degree. And while he was doing that, he saw an opportunity in social media to break the norm in a country where there is very little progress. And um, after making like a little bit of money doing what he was doing, he decided that he needed to be doing something else. And after four years of trying to do things his way and totally failing, he decided to make a uh, a better choice. Um, and look at social media and see what he could do to make money that way. And he was seeing what other people were doing. And he's like, okay, I'm going to take that model and follow it. And so through that experience, he didn't, he didn't land like, you know, this amazing Instagram, um, genius overnight and and like have all this insight overnight. It took a lot of mistakes to figure out how he could actually master this whole game, if you will, of social media. So he developed a simple four-step process, which he goes through during the show. And it's, it's really cool. And we have it outlined for you in our blog and show notes, but, um, just really take a listen to all of the details and all of those steps. Cause they're, they're pretty important. And, um, He's basically grown to over 4 million followers in multiple accounts and across multiple niches because his product, his process really works for any kind of industry. And we'll talk about that as well. So listen out for, um, tips on your Instagram story, how many times you should post what you should be doing on live, how to get people prepped, um, and looking out for you to go live. Uh, what 
kind of posts you should be putting out there, how you should be conducting yourself to keep people really engaged. Um, and then there's like, there's a whole bunch of stuff. I, you might even hear me scribbling notes during the interview. So I apologize for that, but I had to, it was awesome. He had so many great pieces of, of advice. And I don't think I've given you his name yet, by the way, his name is Josue Pena. So I'm just like going on and on about him and I haven't even said his name, but that's his name. I just got so excited about what he does. <laughs> He's awesome. Uh, you already know his name if you, if you clicked on the, on the podcast link, but, uh, Josue, Josue Pena, and I hope I'm, I'm doing it justice as a, as a, uh, Puerto Rican, you'd think I'd, I'd, say it right, but I don't, I still don't know if I am. Anyways, he's got an adorable accent, super fun. I, you know, I love accents if you've been listening to me. Um, anyways, we'll talk about all the cool stuff. Like how many followers is that tipping point? Like how many followers do you need to have and how much engagement before you actually have brands starting to reach out to you to say, Hey, I want to give you some bucks to just mention my product all that kind of stuff. Like what is influencer marketing? How can you use that to your advantage? How can you become an influencer? It's all Instagram related. He doesn't even talk about Facebook because he says he's not that great at Facebook, but guess what? He's amazing at Instagram. That's what's so cool. So you'll learn a whole bunch of good stuff here. Um, yeah, so he's got a ton of followers. Um, a little bit more about him is uh, his business now is is generating six figures, soon to be seven. And I invited him back on the show when he hits that because I know he will in no time. Um, but he's been featured and interviewed by lots of different magazines. Uh, he's been on lots of podcasts. He's promoted by Grant Cardone and his team. He's been on their TV show uh, a few times. He's met and worked with celebrities like uh, Nao. Um, he has followers like, um, Kobe Bryant and like all kinds of cool people. It's kind of fun. I get excited about that stuff. Anyways, he's got like big time entrepreneurs that, um, endorse him. And if you actually go to his LinkedIn profile, you'll see all the cool people that endorse him. And, um, we talk about it on the show as well. So if you're really, if Instagram is something that you're, you're thinking like, I don't know for sure if this is right for my industry or my business, I think that this show will disprove that. Um, I think it will also help you understand why it's, it's so effective for branding and for actual sales and for engagement and for getting other type of influencers that are similar in your industry to be on board and to help promote you as well. So there's a lot of, um, really good golden nuggets that you will walk away with, um, it is in the show notes as well. So he's, he's really good about just outlining here are the things to do. Here's how to do it. Here's the four step process. Um, you can literally just start applying that stuff now. So, um, have a good listen. I would listen all the way through if I were you, because there's some free giveaways at the end. Um, you'll find out how to get in contact with him, Facebook groups, um, 
to join, to be part of the community and, and talk about ideas and, and what's working for other people that you can apply. Um, so lots of really good, good stuff. I really do encourage you if you're not doing Instagram and if you're limiting yourself to just a couple of channels, I really encourage Instagram. We're about to get pretty, um, hardcore on our Instagram efforts just because it's been a conversation that we've been having for a long time. And now it's like, all right, we're pulling the trigger. So follow us too on Instagram to see what we're doing there. And, um, I'm talking a long time. I'm just really excited about Josue and, uh, I think you're going to love it. Enjoy. Hello, Josue. And thank you for being on the show with me today. Well, thank you. Uh, Summer, uh, thank you for having me. It's really an honor and yeah, I'm excited. <laughs> I'm excited too. Um, I, you have such a, an interesting background and you do some really kick-ass stuff with Instagram and you're just like blowing it up. So I'm, I'd love to first start with why this became something that you wanted to do. How did, how did the journey to what you're doing today begin? Yeah. So, um, I usually say that like my journey, like, you know, an online business and entrepreneurship kind of started like differently than most people. I got into social media um, because I wanted to become a professional soccer player. <laughs> um, oh. <laughs> that was, that was, yeah, it's kind of, kind of like out of the norm, I would say. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, so I lived in the Dominican Republic. That was where I was born and raised and lived most of my life. And <clears throat> in my dream, like my, you know, my passion is it's football or soccer. And that was my goal. And I was like, my, my train of thought was if I don't get myself out there, nobody will find me and I will never get the opportunity to, to make it to the pros. Right. So that's kind of like, um, how I started. And, uh, it was, it was rough. Like <laughs> I was like struggle for four or five years, completely broke, like nothing, nothing was working for me. Um, and I'm an engineer as well. So I was making like three, 300, 400 bucks a month as an engineer. Oh my gosh. And yeah, like barely anything. And like, I just kept going, you know, and like about, I would say about one year and a half ago, um, I decided to take, you know, traditional business knowledge. I was hearing Russell Brunson, Mitchell Harper. I was going through my master's degree as well. And I decided to take traditional business knowledge, like model success, uh, market research, all these little things and apply it to Instagram and it exploded. Um, and now, right now I have over like 4.5 million followers on Instagram. Like I've been able to work 4.5 million. That's crazy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I've been able to work like with really big entrepreneurs in the space. And like, even, even like I even met, I don't know if you know who he is. His name is Ronaldinho. Um, he's one of the, like, he's a God in like the soccer world, like football world. I was able to work with him, meet him in Miami as well, uh, promoting his app and all that good stuff. And, and funny enough, I think I get the chance to become a pro, um, about like about six months in, uh, after, you know, things started kicking off and I said, no, (laughs) I get the chance and I said, no, because I saw more more opportunity in the social media and and the online business space. So that's kind of like as a, as a general broad thing, what kind of how it got started. Okay. So I'm sure it didn't just instantly blow up overnight with, with this, with social media and and Instagram. So what, how did that even begin? How did you like, what were the beginning phases and then what were you learning that was working? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well it was, it was horrible in the beginning. It was like, um, my, like all my family and friends were like, Oh, get a real job. Like stop, stop freaking posting little images on Instagram. Like nobody's (laughs) seen that stuff. 
And like that was for four or five years that that happened, you know. And the reason why um, it wasn't working was because I wasn't like modeling success. It's just as simple as that. I was thinking, oh, I'm going to do it my way. My way is so, so awesome that everybody's going to like it. And the market was telling me, like everybody was, like, the micro was telling me, no, your content sucks. Like your distribution strategy sucks. And um, so that was kind of like what happened at the beginning. And it was it was hard because you know, like you're making three, four hundred bucks a month as an engineer. All your other like uh, you know people who you graduate with are making like more, a lot more than that. And it's all because you're trying to do this thing on the side. Because if you do like you know get a full-blown job like you won't have time to do this so um it was hard and now like it's kind of like reverse so like they see me and they're like oh my god like i, I don't want to be stuck to this nine to five i'm like well <laughs> you remember when, when i was struggling four or five years ago you should have you should have joined me yeah <laughs> so um it's it's it yeah it was hard it was hard at the beginning it's like a lot of sleepless nights uh, like maybe being made fun of basically all your friends uh, being that broke, like literally, like a single penny that they have, like all everything was in expenses. Like uh, it was, it was literally just gas money and food, and that was it. Like they didn't have any money left. So um, that was, it was, it was tough. It was tough, definitely. <laughs> so how did this then turn into a business? Were you making money off of your own audience first, and then it, and then realizing this is what I could do for other people? Like, how did that all play out? Yeah. So it wasn't like that. Like at the beginning, it was all about the followers. Um, I was just focused on followers, followers. And I'm like, okay, I can get brand promotions, I can get sponsorships, and which is true. And um, I started getting those and I'm like, well, there's not much money here. Like I need, I need to figure something else out. Um, and I was uh, going through, I started learning more marketing. I started learning sales funnels and all these different things. Right. And I started implementing, I was seeing that the amount of traffic that I was able to get for free, it was a lot. Right. So that's how I monetize. I monetize like basically the audience, like affiliate marketing and, and selling my own products and services as well um, on different industries. Cause like I have, you know, pages on, let's say, art and fitness and, and like even in Spanish as well. So, um, you know, pages on, on various niches uh, all across the board and each of them is monetized. And that's basically how I, how I was able to do it. Monetizing the current audience that I have instead of like, depending on another company or a brand that pays me in order to promote them. So um, that's kind of like how I did it. And like, I'm not like, I'm still learning. Obviously, like I'm not the best marketer in the world. I'm, I'm really good at Instagram and driving traffic. That's what I'm great at. But um, like in little, in less than a year, I've been able to uh, grow multiple six figure business, which is, you know, great. So uh, especially coming like from nothing. Yeah. (laughs) So it's it's been awesome. Now my goal is uh, in the next year to break seven figures. So we'll see. That's so cool. So let's talk about branding. Like you were talking about um, opportunities for when people come out and want to pay you to talk about their brand. Yeah. At what point do you have to be if in in a in, with your Instagram account to actually get those type of offers, or do you go out and pursue that? Yeah. So, um, obviously if they come to you, you have leverage cause they came to you. So you can like, uh, you know, have a lot more leverage and negotiate a lot better. But, uh, at the end of the day, it's all about, let's say you're, if you're doing a brand deal or a sponsorship or, or a promotion, it's all about the, um, of the value that you bring to the other person that they understand. And then they understand that it's a lot more than just a post. Cause like, you know, as entrepreneurs, we think, Oh, we think Facebook ads, we put $1 in $2 out. Right. 
Um, but Instagram is a lot different. Instagram is is like branding. A lot, it's a lot more about branding. And once the branding is nailed down, then sales come in through the like no problem. Like there's a reason why, for example, companies like Gymshark or Alphaly or Shreds or One Up Nutritional, all these different companies. Um, I'm 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 very involved in the fitness space, by the way. Okay. <laughs> so um, now those those are all like fitness companies. They've been able to grow like at ridiculous heights. Like Gymshark grew to a hundred million dollars a year in four years, and it was all through social media and Instagram and influence marketing. So um, their branding is really powerful. So once you are able to like once the brand understands, okay, I'm paying like let's say this influencer, or they come to me um, and they understand, okay, first branding. We need to get the message across. We need to deliver value to that audience. Then it becomes profitable in the back end. Um, and it won't become profitable in the, the first time around because people don't know you, like you, or trust you, like in terms of you know the brand. Um, so the time needs to be there uh, in order to the, that audience to get warmed up, to know, like, trust in order to buy. Um, so that's basically kind of like the on the line in terms of when a company, let's say, comes to me and wants to do a brand or a sponsorship, or or if they want to do like with any other influencer um, in the in the space, like you need to first understand it's all about branding, building the know, like building the trust with that current audience in order for them to know the brand, trust the brand, and then finally uh, buy from them if they bring the value. Right. So what are the what are the numbers looking like at like at how many and of course I would imagine it has to be actually actual engaged followers correct it can't just be like you have a million followers but they but they don't really yeah people have to course. actually be like liking and commenting and and mm-hmm. all of that so at what number do people start seeking you out yeah so um, I mean people start seeking you out I would say it's harder for people to seek you out. Um, but if you have amazing content, they will seek you out. Even like I would say, let's say a hundred thousand followers, it's a tipping point where like I've seen like a lot of different influencers and people just getting like a bombarded with with brand deals, right? A hundred thousand followers. Now that's like a stretch for most people. Most people are not like in that mark. But I would say that I've seen people with even less less than ten thousand followers being able to get brand deals. Now, brand deals are great in sponsorships, but in my opinion. I would much rather monetize my own audience. Um, I mean, obviously, you want to have a different revenue stream, so that's a possibility. But if you're not monetizing your current audience, then you will never be able to monetize that audience versus like against the brand. Meaning, like when a brand comes to you and says what the number looks like, you will not be able to have any data because you don't know. So my recommendation is always start giving value and monetizing the current audience you have. Let's say you have ten thousand followers, well, monetize that. Like I have. Like students and people I work with, are less than ten thousand followers that are making over five grand a month, or four or five grand a month on Instagram, and it's all because they provide value to their audience, they connect on a one-on-one level, and they just sell, right? Right. So um, if they're able to do that, and then a brand sees that, okay, okay, this guy has ten thousand followers, but he's making four thousand dollars a month from the audience. Well, okay, I can definitely pay five hundred, a thousand bucks for a post or a promotion, a campaign, because that ROI is going to be there in the long run. So, and the audience is already trusting them. They're already paying that, like they're already giving their money um, to the influencer. So that's, that's the way I would go about it. So first monetize the audience, even with with a small one, right? And then, uh, you know, present the offer or present the value that you're bringing to the table, to the brand deal or to the brand, to the promotion, to the campaign, because they're already, the numbers are already there and you know them. So how have you successfully gained so many followers? Are you, are you paying for it? Is it all organic or is it a mix of both? 
Yeah, so um, it's organic. <laughs> That's something I should say. I should have said at the beginning. Um, I had to figure out the organic way because I like I did obviously I didn't have money. I was making like 300, 400 bucks a month. Okay. I didn't have any money to yeah. to like to invest in this thing. So what I did was um, it all comes down to four. I would say four pillars. But you know, I decided to call the four pillars of Instagram, um, and it's all about content, consistency, market research, and networking. Like even to this day. Um, that's sort of the four, only four things that you, if you're able to do them, your audience will grow extremely quickly. So, um, you know, it's simple as that content, consistency, market research, and networking. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> um, so are you, you have a four step process, correct? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Can you, can you talk about that process? Is that yeah, something you can reveal? Okay. Awesome. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, of course. Uh, I'm all about providing value and over delivering as well. So, um, I'll give away the farm here. <laughs> awesome. So, yeah. So like, for example, um, let's just start with the first one content. So <clears throat> we all know content is king without great content. You will know you like, you will make, get nowhere. Um, and content is what people keeps people engaged, it, especially on Instagram. Instagram is extremely visual. If your content is not visually appealing, you will like get nowhere. So your content needs to be great. So I mean, like people understand that. So we can move on to the first pillar. Now the, the, it becomes a question like, how many times I should post? How consistent should I should be? And consistency, like the second pillar, I would say is the the if people start implementing, they will see literally success, success, or or start like their numbers will start going up overnight. And it's simple math, right? Um, if you start posting, if you have been posting one time per day and you're getting a thousand impressions, if you start posting four times a day, you will get four thousand impressions, right? Like, yeah. It's, it's pretty simple. So the more impressions you get, the, the more you grow, um, the more people will see you. People are not on Instagram 24-7. And if you're trying to reach, let's say, a global audience, um, you got to be posting across multiple time zones um, in order to reach different people, right? Let's say if, if you're a local business, right? Because I also look, work with local businesses. Just post in the current time zone that your audience is my awake. But think, okay, when is my audience on Instagram itself? Is it maybe they're, they just woke up like 9 a.m. or 8 a.m.? And they're like, they're before they're going to work. Are they on Instagram? Or maybe at 3 p.m. or 12 when they are lunch, maybe after they get out of work at 6, right? So you got to be thinking, when is your audience on Instagram? And Instagram tells you this analytics as well. So it's pretty like they, Instagram tells you how, like, when people are on Instagram, when your followers are there. So being consistent and posting more than one time per day is, is really crucial because you're able to reach more people. And now the Instagram algorithm is not chronological anymore. So if you want to be on the top of people's feeds and on their face, like as much as possible, you got to be posting more. So that's, you know, pillar number two. Pillar number three, I would say is it's the most essential one in terms of exploding um, and building the foundation in order to understand how the market works or how your industry works on Instagram. And it was my pivoting point um, personally um, because it took me from like, I was like a a thousands of like followers on Instagram. It took me to 10,000 followers a month at the very first month. And then it kept going and blowing up that way wow. uh, from there. So yeah. And market research is pretty simple. Like knowing your influencers, your competitors, knowing what's working for them and just modeling success. Um, and this applies whether you're a brand or a personal brand, let's say you, you want to become yourself famous. This, this works either way. So let's say you have an e-com store and you're selling, I don't know, hammocks, right? 
So you will go and find other travel, like you're probably in the travel industry, and you will find other travel influencers and, and competitors who are in the same space and seeing what content they're posting. So you will see first, you will see the bio, what does the bio look like, the logo, like the profile picture. Uh, do they have a call to action in the bio? Like meaning they're like click link here to you know, get X, right? Um, then you look at the content. Is it more pictures? Is it more video? Is it a mix of both? Or what does the caption look like? Is it long? Like, for example, um, New York, uh, Humans of New York. Like, they have long-term, con- like, like blogs almost in yeah. their Instagram. Um, and it's because they're telling a story and stuff like that. Or is it more short and tweet to the point? Like, you have a, maybe a funny picture and you're like, oh, tag a friend who, who was like this or something, right? So, and then staying consistent with that same style of content because people will get used to that style of content. And if you, for example, start... If you were writing short captions and then change it out of the sudden and start writing long, at the beginning, people are going to be like, what the heck? What is this spam? You know? Right. So um, being able to understand how the market works in that sense is important. And then um, knowing how those captions affect the audience in terms of emotional response. So how is that audience reacting to that call to action specifically? So let's say you have find an influencer that the call to action was, I don't know, uh, tag a friend who, who might like this or something. Right. And then you see a lot of people tagging. Then, you know, OK, this content with this call to action worked extremely well. But if you don't see anybody tagging their friends, then you're like, OK, this content did not work with that call to action. So it might not be something I want to do. So um, once you understand, like once you see what's working for influencers and it, when you're influencers and competitors, um, it becomes really easy to just model it. Right. If it worked for them, it will work for you. And yep. the influencers, the difference between the influencers and the competitors, uh, influencers are people like 100,000 followers, a million followers, people who are huge in your industry. Competitors are people who are more closer to you. And um, the people who you're going to network, uh, aka the fourth pillar networking, um, here in a little bit. And once you're able to you know, apply this stuff, like you will grow no matter what. Like there's no questions, 100%, you know, you will grow. So, Pillar number four, then we go to networking, which I would say uh, is the gasoline on the fire. We would like the foundation of the first three. Um, the first three are kind of like the foundation. Uh, you understand what content works, how the market works, what industry you're in, how the audience is reacting, what call to actions to use. And then we go into the networking, which is kind of like hacking the algorithm or growth hacking it. Um, and this took me a while to understand. So hopefully your audience doesn't um, <laughs> are able to like keep, like keep up with what I'm going to say right now. Um, but the algorithm basically promotes content that it thinks people are going to engage with. It's, it's pretty simple, right? So the way we growth hack that is by going, let's say to our competitors or an influencers are, are in the same industry as us, as us, because we already know that they, their audience is going to be interested in our stuff. Again, we're in the same industry, right? Right. So what we do, um, is we tell them, we, we ask them, right. Uh, to like and comment or whatever in our pictures. Now, these are called, uh, some people call it engagement groups, like other people call it power likes, the, the name doesn't matter. So um, the goal here is to create two ripple effects in, in the Instagram algorithm. So let's say we I have a, uh, an Instagram page with 100,000 followers and you have an Instagram page with 100, right? Or 1,000. Yeah. And we're in the same industry. What happens is that when I like and comment on your picture, um, it tells first sales Instagram that a high authority account just liked and comment on your picture. So 100,000 followers is quote unquote a high authority account. The bigger the follower amount and the more engaged the audience like that account is, the better. Okay. So um, it tells, okay, this content is good because this account is liked at high authority. So I'm going to put it, you know, put it up 
so more people can see it um, because this content is great. And at the end of the day, Instagram also makes its money. And the only way it makes its money is by keeping people on the platform. And the only people the way and the only way they keep people on the platform is by showing content to that audience that they think uh, is going to blow up. So, um, so is this you know, where that, the importance of like hashtags come in as well? Yeah. So okay. So back you know I forgot about that part. So, so yeah, hashtags are. <laughs> Hashtags are important. Like in the market research, you like the hashtags that your competitors and influencers are using. You will see what hashtags they're using, and then you can model that way. The hashtags are like keywords, just like on Google, right? Yeah. Uh, on Google, that um, and it allows like it tells Instagram what your content is about. You would not like, for example, if you have a relationship page and you use hashtag love, um, you will never rank in it because it has two billion users. Like, like no. You, in order to rank there, you need like 10,000 likes in like two hours or yeah. something. I don't know. So it better, it's better to use small hashtags or keywords that you can rank in because um, first it tells Instagram what your content is about, and then um, people are going to see it more. So that's basically kind of like the underlying when it comes to like the hashtags. And let's say you start implementing this um, this networking, uh, you know, the growth hack part, then you will start ranking higher in the hashtag, and it becomes like a snowball effect, um, you know, uh, Instagram searched me up here. I start ranking higher in the hashtags. More people see it. More people start liking and commenting. And because of that, then it starts ranking higher in the algorithm as well. So that's kind of like the basic underline of you know the, the ripple effect, like the snowball effect, basically, of what happens. The other thing that happens as well is when I like and comment on your picture. Again, we're in the same industry. I have 100,000 followers. And my 100,000 followers are going to see your post and your content on their phones and their Explorer feed. So that's probably like one of the most powerful things because I'm showing your content to them with a simple like. Um, and since we're in the same industry and you already know what content works and you already know that your content is great and your call to actions are great. Um, when that audience, when my audience sees your content, they're going to like comment, share, uh, follow as well. Um, so that's kind of like the underline and combining those like little pieces, like for example, the hashtags and, in the networking part and knowing what content to post, how to present like the content to your audience, what call to actions, be consistent with it. Um, you will blow up like ridiculous level. Like I have, like I know people that are growing like 5,000 followers a day or 10,000 followers a day, uh, just by, you know, doing this stuff. So it's, it's powerful. <laughs> it's so exciting. Like I bet it's so much fun just to, you know, get on your accounts and, and see what's happening each day. It's no wonder Instagram is so addicting. It's, it's addicting yeah. for the content, but then of course, you know, with, with who is engaging with you. And then when you can make money off of it, it's, it's so mm -hmm. awesome. So I, um, I, you know, there's some businesses or entrepreneurs that will say, yeah, Instagram is really just for lifestyle stuff, or it's just for fitness businesses or um, celebrities. What do you? What is your take on that? Like, can any industry be taking advantage and leveraging Instagram, or is it really more specific to um, certain industries? Yeah. So, unless you're selling elevators to hospitals, you can be an Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> like, I've been. I would, I would say on every uh, every industry, but I've been like on really weird ones as well, like working with clients. Like I sold mini pigs, like like the pigs, like through yeah. Instagram, yeah. and like each pig is a freaking three to five thousand dollars. Like <laughs> so, and it, there was like selling through a like. Are a they really that much? <laughs> yes, like I was surprised. I was like, really, people buy this stuff? They are like, awfully cute. <laughs> yeah, I I get it, but like they're cute in video. I wouldn't have. 
me exactly. my, like that's just me that's just me though right um but like they were selling from a thirty thousand follower page and then i worked like in the gun niche that i never thought like oh i thought like you know it was like kind of taboo or whatever but people love guns and and like uh, weapons and stuff and like it works really well on instagram as well so i worked on a lot of weird and even like for example in different languages as well like i have accounts in spanish and entrepreneurship and stuff like that and it works extremely well as well so um it all comes down to how you present let's say your content to your audience if you have um if your company does x let's say insurance right it's one of like the how can you make insurance sexy right like insurance sounds for me sounds super boring like insurance okay how can you make insurance sexy, like appealing like like visually appealing like how can you deliver value on that like maybe you have tips on how to save money on insurance right and then your account instead of just focusing on insurance then it becomes of how to save money page and or or how to become a a better financial person like how to allocate your money better right so and you're delivering value that way and then your back end office uh, offer is insurance okay this insurance helps you save money et cetera et cetera et cetera right so it becomes to how can you make your company or your offer or your product or your service sexy in terms of visually appealing and deliver value in that way. Right. So most, I would say like, I wouldn't say all, cause I don't want to like, you know, generalize, but I would say 90 to 95 to 99% of almost every single thing, like every single industry it's, you can put it on Instagram. I mean, if you can put it on a website and you can get traffic from Google and Facebook ads and stuff like that, you can put it on Instagram. That's, I will say that. <laughs> okay. Okay. Awesome. So now there's so many new things with Instagram. I mean, some of them aren't new, but there's, there's always like new stuff that comes out with, with social media. And now, you know, Instagram live is a big thing. And then the stories are huge and, um, stories are so much fun. Yeah. (laughs) I love it. They're, they're fun to create and they're super fun to watch and, and they're really short. So how, how can you leverage stories and, um, Instagram live? And is that like, like, what's the, what would you say is the really good like ratio of how much you're doing of each versus like video posts, um, live stories, and then just regular picture posts and even boomerang, like all of that. Like, is there like yeah. a certain amount you should be doing of each? What's your, what's yeah, your so, advice? So I would say it's all about you. Like what do you feel more comfortable with? Right. Uh, I would say that everybody needs to be doing Instagram stories. Um, not necessarily live, like live is powerful as well. Um, especially now that with dual live, you can bring somebody else, like from your audience, you can bring them on, on the actual live. That's super cool. Yeah. Um, and you connect with your audience on a really one-to-one level. So I uh, would say, for example, let's just call it, you posting three to six times per day on your account, um, depending on your account, obviously, let's say, uh, on no, like normal posts. So that can be either pictures or videos. It depends on your industry. Some industries are more target, like they, 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 you know, ship more towards pictures or videos or sometimes both, but, um, you know, three or six posts per day, I would say there, like when it comes to the story, uh, depending on, on how you have, let's say, uh, crafted your audience, if they're used to, they want to see you and you're, you know, engaging you're, at the end of the day, you gotta be good on camera. All right. Yeah. Like you cannot be boring on Instagram. So you know, Hey guys, um, I'm here. I'm my name is Trey, and I'm super, <laughs> I'm super excited to, to bring you today's story. Like, no, like you gotta be energetic. Like, like people have short attention spams, especially on Instagram. Like, yeah. yeah, exactly. Um, so usually, for example, I start the first Instagram story. I start with um, with like quote unquote bang, right? I have emojis and 
people turn telling people to turn their sound up like their sound up uh, because sometimes they're on the phone and they like they're not hearing what I'm saying. So um, if I say, for example, if I ask a question on the actual Instagram story, I also type it in the actual the Instagram story because sometimes like, you know, people might not hear you well or whatever. They're not they don't have their sound turned on um, and they but they can read it. Right. And they can reply to you and they right. can like engage in that way. So uh I think that like it's all about like let's say crafting a story on Instagram stories, <laughs> and let's say you have again. Let me see. Well, well okay. Let me ask you what what industry uh, do you want me to use as an example on Instagram story? Um. So let's do let's do the fitness industry. Okay. All right. So fitness. Let's say you're a fitness trainer and you do I don't know weight loss. Right. So <clears throat> what I will do is have a day a week or like kind of like show. Right. So let's say. Motivation Mondays, like that's super simple. A motivation Mondays, right? And on Monday, you talk about oh, like the struggles about like being consistent with losing weight and stuff like that, and little tips and three tips on how to be consistent and be motivated to lose weight or whatever. That's a Monday, right? You okay. create a full story on that alone. It takes you like let's just say you do a, a, a I don't know a seven a seven post or seven to ten uh, Instagram story. That's seventy to a hundred seconds or. You know, if it's 10 seconds, you can do it to 15. But between 70 and let's say 140 seconds takes you to create this story. And that's it. Like it stays for 24 hours and people will engage with you. Uh, you can create polls as well. Like you can put polls and ask your audience. That's like I would say polls. It's one of my favorite updates on the Instagram story thing because now you can pre-frame your audience if you have an offer. And you can even like ask your audience if they're interested in even buying something. So um, they will say yes. They will say no. Like they will engage with you, and that's a super simple way to do so. So let's say you know you do that on Monday. Then on Tuesday you do something else, and then on Wednesday you have I don't know like uh, a happy hum day, right? Like squats or yeah. something. Oh, and then you talk about oh squats are great for losing weight, and then you give three tips on squats and why you should do them. Boom, Instagram stories as well, and then you showcase like for example when you're working out and doing your squats and stuff like that. So it's Instagram stories it becomes personal. Like people need to think of them as another way of content to engage with your audience and not overthink it. But at the same time, like nobody cares about your cat. Okay. Right, like right. so like if you cannot put like if you have a fitness page and you're it's all about weight loss and stuff like that, don't put a picture of your cat there. Like people are gonna be like, What the heck is this? Like, why would I care about your cat? You know? So like it's about creating with purpose. It's Instagram is all about that, like creating with purpose, like not just creating and putting it out there just to put it out there, but creating with purpose. So what does your cat have to do with weight loss? You know, yeah. maybe, maybe you're, you're underlying. You can put a picture of the cat, but say this, like uh, your cat is laying on the floor and is a fat cat. And you can say, don't be like this fat cat. He sleeps all day long and it's fat. Like go out to the gym and work out and be, you know, and build a bikini body or whatever. Right. So you use the cat. You use your cat, your fat cat, as a way to okay. Then we focus on this fitness weight loss thing. So yeah, uh, and um, it's you know it's all about how you present the content in an engaging way. That content might work extremely well, and people will love it. And it just might be funny, you know. So it's it's all about that. And then, for example, with Instagram Live, you can now bring your audience. I did it also the other day, and your audience loves it. Like absolutely loves it. And what I'll do is I'll create first an Instagram story, let's say an hour before I go live, telling my pe- like telling the people that I'll I'm going live. Then I'll create a post, a, you know, a few hours before, telling people I'm going to go live and telling people I'm going to talk about X. And then I talk about X. So they're prepared to like log in exactly. and and mm-hmm. know, and then you, they'll get that notification and they'll be like, yeah. cool. 
But so yep. he's going to be live right now, and then you can start talking to them because you see them as they, you know, who's joined and who's viewing. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Exactly. Love and it. what I what I'll do is like I'll tell people, okay, where are you watching from? That way, people can start engaging right away and yeah. commenting, oh, from here, from here, and then you start saying, oh, hello from uh, you know Spain, or hello from United States, or hello from New York. Um, that way, people are like, oh, he's saying like, hey, what's up to me? And then let's say what I'll do, what I'm doing now, every single live that I do is I'm bringing somebody on from the audience. So whatever value that you're providing, let's just say the, the fitness example as well. So fitness weight loss, you're talking about three tips or five tips on how to lose weight without giving up ice cream. Right. Yeah. Like, like, are you talking about, you know, five tips on how to lose weight without giving up ice cream? You boom. And then you bring somebody on from the audience. And what, what I'll do is who wants, okay, now let's do this. Who wants to come uh, this today's live uh, to do this Q&A live with me? And I'll help you with, uh, with your particular, uh, you know, weight loss journey. And then people are going to be coming to me, 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 me. And one of the things that you need to make sure is to tell them you got to be uh, like comfortable on camera, meaning like put your face behind. Like, cause I have people jump and they like put their finger in the camera so I cannot see them. <laughs> and it's like super weird. And I'm like, uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, you gotta make sure the audience first understand that part and then you bring them on and like, it becomes like fun. Like they love it. The, the other, like everybody else is seeing this stuff and it's super engaging. And also another thing that you can do on do live is bring another influencer. Cause now what happens is when you go live with another person that the person's followers also get the notification that that person is right. live. So you get basically, you can collaborate as well. So let's say, you know, when you and me, let's say we're doing this Instagram live and we both have, I don't know, 10,000 followers, right? So we go live together and do a live, right? And your 10,000 followers get the notification you're live and my 10,000 followers get the notification that I'm live, but we're together in here, this Instagram live. So it becomes like, we all like, I don't know if your audience knows the powers of webinars, but um, webinars are super powerful and Instagram live. It's, it's, it's just that. So, uh, I love them. And now I think, I think yesterday Instagram rolled out another update. They're being crazy with the updates, uh, with highlights from Instagram stories. So you can have, let's say you did this Instagram story and it was like super fun and you can put it as a highlight on your accounts for people to see. Oh, I have not seen that yet. That's, Mm -hmm. that's super cool. Okay. Highlights. So, wow. There's like so much good stuff. I've been like, I'm like scribbling notes here as we, as, as we go. How, um, how is it that you work with people now? Like how are you in what kind of clients are you working with? Yeah. So, um, I preferably, uh, my easier clients, I would say is just like online businesses. Cause it's becomes extremely easy in terms of, you know, building the audience and, and that kind of stuff. But I've worked also with like restaurants and local businesses as well. And, um, I basically with them, I do three things, three things. Um, it's, well, I offer three things. So I've done for you solution. That's always, so I take care of everything, like the management side of things and stuff like that. And you just, you got to do the Instagram story though. Like, unless you want me to be the face of your brand right. and be, you know, be stuck forever with me, like, <laughs> like you don't want that. Uh, so like people need to do the Instagram story themselves. So that's, the only thing that I cannot, obviously I can, okay, do this Instagram, is this Instagram story, just say this, you know, craft the offer this way um, and stuff like that. Obviously I do help with that. Um, but the done for you solution is taking over the entire management of your accounts and stuff like that. Then uh, let's say somebody can afford that part. Uh, we do have consulting um, where we, you know, work on a one-to-one basis, a one-to-one level, I mean, um, with your accounts and help it blow it up that way. Or 
Uh, some businesses are like, no, I want to train my staff. I have like, you know, stuff like that. And then we do offer the training as well. So um, we do have like those three things. And I work like selling, you know, digital products, uh, selling services, selling physical products, selling affiliates. It's all over the board. So uh, Instagram works extremely well. And like I've done it first, so I know it works. So <laughs> I'm not just, you know, talking to talk. Um, I do have an income store as well in like the travel industry and like the first i would say two months or three months or something like that like it did like forty five thousand dollars like i was i was not doing any follow-up um i wasn't focusing on it at all but it still did forty five thousand in sales and like in the product is like 10 bucks so it, like a lot of them were sold <laughs> oh wow yeah. yeah so it wasn't even like a high ticket thing like it was like 10 15 bucks um so it was forty five thousand dollars two months without no follow-up no retargeting no facebook ads no anything and just pushing traffic from Instagram, it's, you know, it's one of those things like, well, okay, this thing's going to take over. Now I'm going to build a brand out of it. But, um, you know, Instagram is powerful. There's a huge traffic source for free, organic. Uh, people are on it. If you see, for example, if you look, if you go out and you look at people in the mall or look people like in restaurants, stuff like that, all of them, every single one of them is, is scrolling on Instagram. Like, you know, you see it, like you see, like you see kids, you see adults, you see everybody on Instagram. Um, so... Your target audience is probably on Instagram, I mean, you got to get on it. Um, if you want to, let's say, um, build a digital real estate, because that's another thing. You're building your digital real estate that's going to be with you long term, right? As, you know, Facebook ads, the CPM goes, like, off the roof. You got to like, find a different traffic source. And Instagram right now is organic and powerful. But maybe, like, for example, in a, in a few years, your follower amount is going to, like, triple in value. Like, I would say, let's say two years ago, there was no Instagram stories. So just by rolling the Instagram stories feature, you're like the value per follower just doubled. Why? Because you have another way of contacting them, another way of engaging with them, another way to get in front of their face, to get their attention, to sell them. Right, right. now, you, on this, so you can also have the swap up feature. And that is, I love them. Like, by the way, the swap up feature, I think is like the most genius thing anybody could have ever done in Snapchat, like, Slacked on it like they slept and this Instagram took over, right? Yeah, so um, I love them. I love the swipe up thingy uh, on Instagram, like so you know, it's it's you have different outlets and different things like Instagram Live stories, um, the normal post. Now, I'm also like working, I'm developing a software like with chatbots on the actual Instagram DMs, where like say people say certain keywords, like you send them. Uh, like a message, like kind of like a, you know, like an automation or, or CRM, quote unquote, but on Instagram itself. So there's a lot of stuff you can do on Instagram and, and community development is, is, I would say, the most powerful thing because your brand will get to be known, liked and trust by your audience and they're going to buy from you. Yeah, um, there's no question about it. And if, even if you have a local business, even let's say you're a dentist, I know dentists that use Instagram, um, you know, people love white teeth. And yeah. you, if you like if you say people love smiling as well. So if you put amazing smiles and give valuable tips on how to keep your teeth white and not uh, the horrible side of things, the dentist that they're like Freddy Krueger or like saw, you know, torturing your teeth. Like don't put that thing there. <laughs> um, put the nice thing. Oh, whitening, like teeth whitening. Look, that's what you need. And that's how you get, you know, bring customers in. And I don't know, maybe you offer free teeth whitening and then you upsell them in the back end, you know, braces or, or I don't know. I don't know what else dentists do, but yeah, no, I mean, it's, it's like, it's infinite, like the, what, what you can do. And it's just this incredible tool that we've, you know, only had for so many years. It's amazing. Um, but I think that you've just, you know, 
have proven in this whole interview how how valuable it is and how much you should absolutely be leveraging it, no matter what industry or, or business you're in. Um, Josue, where can people find more information about you or connect with you? Yeah, sure thing. So ironically, um, I, don't message me on, on Instagram. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Whatever you do. I, <laughs> yeah, because like, yeah, like, I probably won't respond because uh, I have way too many accounts and my all my notifications are turned off on my phone. Like I cannot deal with them. <clears throat> yeah. I wouldn't get anything done in the day if I had. So I have, for example, accounts in tra- and like the biggest account, it's World of Artists, has 2.2 million. That account is actually followed by Kobe Bryant, Ronda Rousey, Usher. Um, so I have that account, Elation Fitness, uh, for example, Explorer as well. Explorer is a travel page. Caballero de la Mafia is a kind of Spanish. Um, Elation Football, Elation Fitness. So I have like, you know, all over the place. So don't mess with me on Instagram. The best way I would say is Facebook. I'll, I'm always active on Facebook. So if you think people just look my name up, Jose Peña, they'll, they'll find me. Uh, we do have a Facebook group. Um, <clears throat> that's free. Uh, like I jump there all the time. It's called Collective Entrepreneurs Online. Or if you just type CEO, it should pop up as well. And uh, on YouTube, I'm also on YouTube. It's called Online CEOs. My company, my brand is called Online CEOs. So they go there as well. They they should be able to find something. And I should like I should give something for free to your audience as well. So um, if they go to crushinginstagram.com or igboss.com, you should be able to get a free blueprint um, on how to get your first 100,000 followers. It's called Crushing on Instagram and then a webinar or a training. Of, uh, it depends. Um, well, right now it's live. So um, if you go to igboss.com, there should be a waiting list. But um, yeah, as, as a live, you know, we do live master classes and trainings as well. So uh, people can get there too. So That's and by the way, so I, awesome. Yeah, and I should, I should have said this at the beginning or somewhere, but um, if you have it, like if you're thinking about Instagram is overwhelming, just know this. You can make money on Instagram without having an Instagram account. And I shouldn't be saying this as the Instagram guy, but it's true. You can make money on Instagram without having an Instagram account. It's, it's just about influencer marketing, which is so underpriced. Like, yeah. it's ridiculous. I got, for example, with a, a client um, in the fitness industry, I got an, a reach of one, 11.4 million for 500 bucks. Wow. So, and obviously, like, you know, I can get, I can leverage a lot of stuff in terms of, you know, getting prices and deals and stuff. But like, influencer marketing is so powerful and so underutilized. Is ridiculous, yeah. and I sometimes feel bad for the influence. I'm like, really, you're charging this amount? Like, I feel bad. Like, I feel like I'm ripping off. Like, but then again, it's I don't care. <laughs> you know? Yeah, like, yeah, exactly. Like, that's your price. That's that's what I'm gonna pay you. Right. You know? and so, um, yeah, like Instagram is powerful, and and there's so many ways to utilize it. So, well, we will have links to all of that on our blog blog post and on the show notes, um, your Facebook page, the group, the the free. Thank you so much. That's so awesome. A blueprint to your first hundred thousand followers. Yes, please. So <laughs> all like so amazing. You you're just awesome. I love your energy. I love all that you're doing. Your story is wicked cool. I'm hoping that when you hit seven figures, you're going to come back on the show and we'll talk about that. <laughs> all right. I'll, I know, be, I'll be more than happy to. I know you're <laughs> going to be there. I know you're going to be there super soon. So Josue, thank you so much. This was incredibly valuable. All right. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Like I said, it's, it's really an honor and uh, hopefully I over delivered. So. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> you sure did. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> Thank you for listening to today's Get Genius. You can learn more about The Draw Shop at www.thedrawshop.com, on Facebook, LinkedIn, and Twitter. Your home for kick-butt custom whiteboard marketing videos. 
your ideas come to life. Thanks for listening. Please share, comment, and make any suggestions for future genius guests. Oh.